Hello, this is Leslie Garfield Tenzer, and this is Law to Tobacco. Today I'm speaking with 3L Nick Santamacito about his experience getting jobs before law school, during 1L, 2L year, and finding a job after law school. In this episode, I'm thrilled to have one of my students, Nick Santamacito, who is a 3L at the Elizabeth Haupt School of Law at Pace University. He is graduating in the spring and has been fortunate enough to secure a job, and he talks about how each job he took during the different summers of his law school career have led to this final job for himself. He shares great advice for those of you who are seeking jobs between law school years and jobs upon graduation. Hey, Nick, how are you? Can you hey, hear me? how are you? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I just, I need to try one thing. Hold on. You, I, yeah, no I'm worries. not dressed for the occasion, so I deeply apologize for that. <laughs> no worries. Just one thing. This has to go in there. I don't know how. Hold on. Tell me if you hear banging. No, you don't, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. All right. Let me just give me one more second. Hold on. Yeah, no worries. <sighs> how are you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. How do you staying, like, how do you like staying warm at least? It's good. I really yeah, like where, it. Are you? Why do I think you're in East Chester? Are you in East Chester? I was. I just moved back to Jersey though. Um, oh, okay. No. Oh, because you're living because you can do that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then I'm working not far from here, so it just you know, made oh. sense. Are you in Morristown? Where in New Jersey are you? I'm in Chatham. So right, oh, Chatham, right, 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 right down right, the road. Right, right, right. Yeah, right down I the know road. That, yeah. You know, I grew up in Livingston. Hmm. All right. So wait, um, let me see one thing. Hold on. Let me just see one thing. Okay, now, no, you still don't hear it, right? I don't think so, no. You don't hear me banging, right? No. Mm -mm. Okay, you there? Yep. Okay, cool. Okay, we are recording. All right, we're just gonna do it this way. Okay, great. Okay, so we'll just, cool. um, what I'd like to talk about is um, kind of like your career, you know, what you did first summer, what you did second summer and how it mm -hmm. led to a job. Okay? That works. Is that good? Okay, yeah, cool. Works for me. Okay. All right, good. Um, all right, well, I'm thrilled to have you. Thank you, my mm -hmm. student. And um, I thought it would be really helpful for our listeners to understand what kind of employment helps to um, get you a job because you're a third year and it is d January or almost February, I should say, and you have a job when you graduate. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I know that uh, you have, where is your job? What is it corporate? What is your job? Yeah, so it's a smaller sized firm. Um, they they are specialized pretty much in outside general counsel work. So mm -hmm. they've kind of found a unique solution to bring kind of in-house counsel work in an outside capacity. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of a value pitch for a lot of smaller to mid-cap companies. Um, rather than hiring an entire legal team, you get an entire law firm for, you know, whether it be a singular monthly fee, an hourly fee. Um, so they specialize in that sort of work. That's so cool. That sounds like an advertisement for the firm. Yeah. But you know what's really trying, been trying my pitch. So. <laughs> you did well. Well, I'll tell yeah. you a funny story. So when I graduated from law school, um, my husband and I were coming to New York for a year from Florida, and I needed a job for just one year. 
And at the time, all corporations were in New York City and we were coming to New York City. I literally wrote 500 letters to 500 corporations and got 500 rejections because Law, law for uh, corporations do not take one L's. I, you know, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah. Law, they don't take people right out of law school. Yeah, yeah. I used to collect them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. And then I then I drafted a rejection to their rejection. But but it was a happy ending because yeah. believe it or not, I taught at Pace yeah, legal writing go. for that one year. So I made a go. connection. So there all right. So let's let's go back 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 to when you were a one L. Mm-hmm. Um, did you work your first semester of law school? Yeah. So I worked. Where did I work? So I, I worked at a, um, a company. Um, they did mostly kind of, uh, I think, which one did I work at? I think I worked at a bank. I, I had worked at um, a bank when I was an undergrad. It's a investor's bank. It's a kind of regional bank um, in Northern New Jersey, some in New York. Um, and so I worked in their legal department because um, I had worked there the previous summer before I had gone to law school. So I worked in their legal department. Um, and then the summer following that, I worked. Um, oh, wait, so I'm going to stop you. This was not yeah. during law school. This was the summer between your first and second year of law school. Yep. So I did right. that. And then the summer following my one year going into my two year, I worked um, at a uh, at Pfizer, the pharmaceutical company, after my one oh, year. I, we all know Pfizer yeah. now. If you did, yep. But let's exactly. so let's go back to your <laughs> let's go back to your one L summer. So I and I want to say. I do not think if you can afford it, I think it's best not to work while you're in law school your first year. I think that grades are the most important thing. And if you yep, can yep. afford to, you shouldn't work. Yeah. Um, so your first summer, you got legal experience at a bank. So it wasn't a law firm, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It was a bank. And it was, so was it was it a traditional internship or was it that they knew you and they let you they they kind of slid you into this bank or how did that work? Um, so they have a traditional um, internship program. Um, but I had happened to work there already. So, um, you know, the interview process obviously was a little bit easier and I just continued, but I had switched from the department I was previously into their in-house legal department. Great. All right. So you networked to get that first job. Yep. So I had, uh, I had interviewed and done all the process, um, you know, before I even applied to law school, um, and done all that networking for that. So it kind of worked out in that way and just used the connections to kind of find the next one. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how it worked. And, and 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 that's important too, because one of the things that I find, and we have a couple podcasts on career counseling, is that it really is incumbent upon the student to find the job that we can help you, or that you know the career counseling can help you. But but networking and interviewing and any tricks of the trade for finding that one L that job after your first summer, because the job after your first summer is not it's not the one that's going to lead to your full job, right? It's more to yeah. acquire mm-hmm. legal experience. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think the biggest thing is networking. Um, you know, I wouldn't have found myself at Pfizer unless, you know, I had networked and I had used the connections that I had built um, going into that summer because, you know, you know, getting a job after your one L year is tough. Um, and then especially going into your two L year, that's as you know, that's tough as well. So um you know, if you can build those connections and kind of, you know, even use whether it's your aunt, your uncle, you, someone your grandma met and sent you their email, you know, whoever those people are, if you can connect with them, that's going to somehow give you a better, greater success to kind of find a job um, during these kind of summers when, especially in this market around here in New York City, this legal market for, for students is really, really tough. So, you know, 
you could stand out really well in your class, but if you kind of know somebody and you've networked with them, that relationship kind of helps get you sometimes to the next step. Great. Now tell me about your um, Pfizer job. When did you start looking for the Pfizer job? And how did you find that Pfizer had this kind of program? Uh, so I actually, um, my dad's an attorney, so he had a couple of friends from law school that had, you know, done the traditional big law route, and a lot of them had gone in-house counsels. One of them happened to go in-house at Pfizer. Um, so I spoke to her probably August or September um, after or as 2L started, um, and then, you know, she said, We're, our program's not ready yet. Um, you know, reach back out to me in a couple months. I spoke to her again, probably November, December. Um, and then probably by like late January is when applications went out. So by then I had already spoken to her a few times and, you know, stated I was interested almost, you know, had a few conversations before then. Um, but I started really early just because, you know, I didn't know where I wanted to work. So I tried to explore everything at that point. Did you, um, did you, did you think about getting a job with a law firm over the summer or were you kind of focused in on this corporate thing or, or how'd you feel for that too? I summer? did. I did. I, I interviewed and applied to a ton of law firms, but you know, a lot of them were, weren't taking one L's, you know, going into mm -hmm. their 2L year. Um, so I, you know, I needed as much experience as I can. So when it came down to not being able to find a law firm job, um, you know, the in-house counsel, Again, kind of getting that experience is something that, you know, I was kind of glad that I did. Wait, so I'm confused. Were you at Pfizer between 2L and 3L or between 1L and 2L? Between 1L and 2L. Between 1L and 2L. Wait. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, so last, then when were you at, last, and then uh, what did you do between 2L and 3L? Um, I worked at the firm that I'm going to be working at now after graduation. Okay, so let me let me take a step back. Okay. Sorry, I got that timeline so, off. Okay. <laughs> it's my fault. So you worked at the bank in the legal department when? Going before I started my 1L year. So yeah. So okay. prior okay. to that, then I worked in house counsel. Okay. Okay. Got counsel. it. Okay. So wow. Okay. So, so you got some legal experience before you started law school yep. Then you mm -hmm. spent a year in law school. And so I see. So then you worked between your 1L and 2L year in a corporation, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, and I think that it's important. Two things that there are two things you bring up. Number one is any legal experience is a great legal experience. Definitely. It doesn't have to be right. That's number mm -hmm. one. Yep. Number two is you had the good fortune of having a parent, but if you don't have a parent, then that's what LinkedIn is for. Yep, LinkedIn is really the key to finding. Um, a connection and for students again who don't have that you know first generation law students sometimes faculty went to law school like i actually there's a there's a student who, who's a current 2l and he was going to florida and i hooked him up with one of my college grad uh law school buddies who was a uh, judge and yeah. i helped him get the job there so exactly, yeah. um so network network and get yourself all right so so this is interesting so now you're after between your 1l and 2l you're working in a corporation and that, you, to your point, made you uh, appealing to your yeah. current. All right. Yep. So now, okay. So just to recap, that what you basically you you started looking very early, but what you found is that most programs or even law firms that are hiring those one Ls, which is yep. different from the big big law firm anyway, big mm -hmm. law, yep. that they don't really start looking until after Christmas. Yeah. Right. Essentially, okay. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So now, all right. So now you have now finished your Pfizer. It is the end of your, you finished your 1L year, you finished your 1L summer, you're going into 2L. Now tell me about that experience to try and find a job. So yeah, so even before 2L started, um, while I'm still currently working at Pfizer, um, I started, I think the first of June, um, mm -hmm. probably by mid June, I was already applying to jobs after, you know, the 2L summer between 2L and 3L. Um, so okay. by probably some in July, some in August, I was already interviewing at some of the, you know, the big law firms that are now hiring for the following summer. So before I was even done with my Pfizer internship, I was already applying and interviewing for the following summer. A lot of those big law um, uh, internships, you know, the ones that pretty much always turn into a job, those pretty much start. Um, they do most of their hiring by the time the summer's over leading into the following summer. So, okay. Um, and I want to repeat that because that's something that the listeners can learn. You, mm -hmm. it's, it's counterintuitive. You need to start looking for your job between 2L and 3L the summer of yep. your, between 1L and 2L. Excellent. Yep. Okay. Yep. Continue. So, um, I mean, just like uh, in speaking to, to some of the recruiters then, um, you know, they were saying we allocated our hiring almost two years in advance. So if you're not applying during those summers then you're not going to get a job um, by the time you want to apply at the end of your three a year, because they're, they've already hired whoever they're going to hire after that. Um, so I did that, you know, fortunately a lot of those didn't work out. Um, and then pretty much routinely every weekend, as often as I could, I was applying to places and I ended up where I am now. So let's talk a little bit about your experience last summer. What did you learn? What did you like? And also, what did you learn about how to decide what kind of job to take? Yeah. I mean, um, you can take what you can get, but you know. Of course, I mean. yeah. Um, I think when looking at firms, um, especially this is something that I kind of picked up when I worked at Pfizer is they hire a lot of those outside big firms. Um, so for me personally, I always knew, you know, as much as I was going to be working for me, always having like a personal life and seeing who the people I'm going to be working with. Um, what they were like and kind of just getting that kind of looking at people and seeing, you know, where they are now. Um, I always found that the kind of more personal touch and actually getting to do hands-on hand one-on-one -on -one training with, with attorneys is something that was really important to me because, um, you know, you learn so much stuff in law school and then you get dumped into an office and you're kind of trying to find your footing and trying to learn how to swim. Um, so when I was kind of applying to a lot of these places, I had training and kind of getting that one-on-one -on -one experience with, you know, experienced attorneys is something that I really wanted. And when I applied to this firm, that was something that was kind of hammered from the beginning. Um, and that's kind of something I was really thankful for because I just learned a ton of different stuff. Um, so that was something that I was really looking forward to. Um, and then what was your other question? It was. Um, oh, what did you, oh, what, what did you learn about your experience in getting, um, I don't remember. Now I have to take that out too. Yeah. All right, you know what we're gonna do? Okay, because now I'm gonna, okay, wait, hold on. Let me just see something. Let me start again, Nick. This is great, yeah. this is helpful. All right, so I'm gonna ask you, what did I ask you that led into it your was, dad? Do you remember? It was, uh, I think it was, what were you looking for when you applied and then stuff you learned while you were working? Okay, okay, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start again. I'm gonna like, get rid of this whole past four minutes or whatever. It's okay. Like, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So you now we're in your, between your second and your third year and you've chosen a small corporate law firm. And I guess the first question is, 
why did you, I mean, to the extent that you had choices or freedom, what is the advantage of going, say, to a smaller firm versus a larger firm between that second and third year? I think the biggest thing is training um, and experience with, you know, attorneys who have more experience. Um, You know, the structure of, say, a big law firm where you may be a few steps removed from, say, um, a more senior partner and you're mostly working with associates. Um, Working at a smaller firm is you're working hand in hand with, you know, senior associates or partners at the firm, Um, just based on the fact that there aren't a lot of people in between you. Um, So that advantage is you kind of get that, um, you get a lot more experience and you get taught, you know, more advanced things that maybe you would get, you wouldn't get from working, say, at a big firm where you're working with third to fifth year associates. You get someone who's been practicing for 20, 25 years as someone who's teaching you one-on-one um, versus someone who's kind of freshly or newer out of law school and kind of getting their experience. So that's kind of that big advantage. And I think it's a totally different perspective than if you worked sort of at a bigger firm. Now, let me ask you a question. When you were applying, you were applying to big law, you were applying to smaller law firms, et cetera. Is there anything that, any strategies that you use that were different when applying to the small law firms versus applying to the big law firms? I wouldn't necessarily say anything was different. Um, Obviously, when you're applying to big law, grades and your resume matter pretty much the most that it could ever matter. Your grades need to be the best that they can and you need to just kind of stick out because they're going to be screening resumes before you even speak to them. So kind of standing out in those numbers is a little bit Mm -hmm. different than kind of applying to a smaller firm because you're kind of getting to speak to someone on the phone and show them who you are when you're applying to smaller firms, then you may never get that opportunity with a big firm. Um, Your numbers need to stand out better in a big firm versus a small firm. Someone can actually hear you and speak to you and kind of like the person that you are along with as good as your grades are. Any advice? And I think you're right. I mean, you know, big law firms, it's kind of like law schools. They just look at the top and and that's the end of it. Um, Any advice um, about packaging yourself as you apply to these smaller firms between your two L and three, you know, that you're going to work up between your two L and three L a year? I don't know anything about packaging yourself, but it's more, I think the best way to do it is kind of build your resume as much as you can and anything that will relate to making you a more well-rounded candidate is definitely helpful. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to have had prior legal experience before I was applying. So I had that on my resume and I had also, as an undergrad, worked at a bunch of companies um, as a business major. So I had sort of the business and then the sum of the legal experience, which helped um, as well as having good grades. So those kind of two things together made me kind of a more well-rounded candidate. Um, and then networking, if you know somebody at one of those firms that could kind of help put an extra flag on your resume that maybe you wouldn't have had before. Um, yeah, I do. I do think even, you know, to your point that, you know, again, some people have a better, a, a closer nexus to the networking than others. But even if you don't have any connections or you think you don't have any connections, that students do have connections. They have the mm-hmm. law school, they have faculty, they have career counseling, mm-hmm. um, you know, and they have their professors and and maybe they're even their undergraduate professors or just even finding people in a community, you know, and, yeah. and digging deep 
you know, finding who went to college with whom. I always, when, my, when students are interested in a job, because I went to University of Florida, when students are interested in a job in Florida, I always say to them, get me the masthead and let me see if I see any of those names. Yep. And another thing too, is even people from your undergrad are always willing to help. Um, you know, everyone who went to law school started at an undergrad somewhere. So I also, I often found where, you know, if I'm searching, uh, you know, Pace Law School and Marist College, my undergrad, if I can find those with people who have worked, say, at Pfizer, there were people who had either gone to Marist and didn't go to Pace or vice versa, or maybe went, went to both. And they're always willing to help their, you know, alumni students. So I think that's something that you also have to factor in is there's also a whole other pool of alumni that you can speak to. That's actually brilliant advice is to tap into your undergrad. That's a, that's great advice. Yeah. Um, so at what, when were you hired for your second summer job? What do you remember what month? Um, it pretty much, I think it was March, March, okay, going March into yeah. 3L. I mean, obviously timelines and stuff got a little weird with everything going on oh, with COVID. You know, right. a lot of people, once it first hit, didn't really know what was going to go on. So, you know, a lot of programs got cut. You know, I was looking at a lot of different places and with everything going on and cutting back budgets, that that was a factor too. But um, a lot of that stuff at smaller firms is done later on than it is at bigger firms, just yeah. based on and that, the sheer size. And I, I've, I've heard that too from, um, we had on uh, Dean Karen Eisen from Brooklyn, and she said the same thing, that these the smaller firms don't hire until the spring. Mm-hmm. So do not despair. Um, all right. And then, and so when you had your exit interview, so now you're going to be working at the firm that you interviewed, I mean, yeah. that you clerked at or, or interned, I should say, at this past summer, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, so. yeah. And that that's something too. I'm thinking about your friends at law school, um, do you get a sense that, and again, this is the weirdest year because of COVID, but do you get a sense that those who, um, spent their second summer at smaller firms, that those smaller firms are more inclined to look at those students and that they have kind of that entree that um, the big law have yeah. too? I think when you think about smaller firms is when they're hiring interns, it's almost as an investment for them. You know, bigger firms can afford to have people come in and out of the door and it doesn't really affect them. But at a smaller firm, if you're bringing in somebody and you're spending all this time and money to have them there and to train them, you kind of hope that they're going to work there following their graduations. So, you know, for them to make it as best of an experience it is for you is the more you'll walk away saying, you know, I was glad that I worked there and I, I learned a ton there. Um, and that's a place that I can see myself following graduation. That's something that I experienced is, you know, I had spoken to some kids who had worked at bigger firms and they're like, well, you know, I don't really get to talk to as many senior people. And I can turn around and say, you know, I spoke to senior firm, senior partners at the firm almost every day and actually got to talk to them and pick their brains. Um, and that's something that kind of when you walk away thinking, well, I learned a lot. I was trained a lot. And I think they feel the same way. If they're going to spend the time and money to train you, they hope that you're going to work there after. Um, and they'll definitely be more willing to look at you after that. So would you advise um, your um the summer interns to spend time getting to know the partners, not just doing the work, but kind of yeah. making, availing themselves of the opportunity to say that, you know, I'm affable and I'm someone you may want to work with. Yeah. I mean, senior partners, their time is very precious. So if they can turn around and say, you know, I got this memo from you, but I can picture your face to that name is going to be, you know, well balanced better than just a well-written memo because now they know who you are and they know that, 
you're reaching out because you want to be there and you want to learn. And I think that's an added bonus to taking time out of their day to, to teach you rather than just, you know, getting an email from you and never getting to actually speak to you. That's good advice. So let me ask you something. Um, I keep saying that's good advice, but it's also yeah. great <laughs> advice. Yeah. So let me give you a hiring hypothetical. You are working as a summer associate in a law firm and you're working remotely and you're emailing and corresponding. Would you feel comfortable asking someone for a FaceTime for a, a Zoom call visit? I think it's definitely, that would be something that's a little daunting, especially like in this day and age where, you know, especially if you, a lot of interns are working remotely, you may never actually get to see somebody, but I think it's a lot different to kind of take the time out. And I think it would be more beneficial to sit and talk face to face. And it, it, it kind of takes the pressure out of having to go into somebody's office and be in there face to face, at least if you're virtual, it can be 15 minutes to say, hey, hello, I just want you to meet me face to face so I can actually see you. You can picture me. I think that's something that kind of stands out and would be kind of beneficial in the long run. It's something I would definitely recommend doing. Terrific. All right. So this has been super helpful. So let's just recap for a second. Um, do you think it was of value to you to do something but before you got to law school? I, I don't know that it was a value. I guess two questions. Was it a value to you for purposes of learning law? Was it a value for, to you for purposes of making sure you wanted to go to law school? And do you think it was a value to you for um, future employment? I'd say it's a little bit of of everything sort of, I, you know, in, on one hand, it was beneficial to my resume to have that on there. Um, but on the other hand, once I got to law school, I was kind of like, yeah, I kind of wish I had spent a little bit of that summer just kind of having fun and getting ready to go to law school because one other year is just, you know, it's so fast paced and so busy. There's so much work. It's kind of nice to like refresh and recheck, especially since I had just graduated from college. It'd have been nice to kind of get that mental break. But at the mm -hmm. same time, I was kind of glad that I went in you know, with a brain that had been working all summer, kind of knew some topics um, and could kind of put my brain in that kind of right mindset rather than just kind of going in blank. So I'd say it definitely is a benefit in the long run, as much as maybe it wouldn't, wasn't as fun in the short term. I think it was definitely beneficial in the long run. It's funny because I interviewed um, two years ago. I don't know if they were in your class, Bridget, uh, Nick, I, don't, I think they were at the class before you, yeah. but I interviewed some, some students about what to do before you start law school. And their number one piece of advice was like, have fun, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> your yeah. Mind. Mm -hmm. so you're in keeping with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that's great. All right. So um, any other advice you want to give students? Because again, you are, you are the role model here. You, you yeah. entered law school and you're leaving with a job, which is just awesome. So, so any other advice you want to give law students? I think the biggest thing is just start networking and do it as often as you can and with anybody because you never know who is going to be that kind of next added step to the job that you really want. Maybe the random guy you had a small conversation with and exchanged cards at the coffee shop or, you know, it could be your best friend's dad who works at a big corporation. You know, kind of staying in contact and never burning those bridges is something that's really kind of going to make the difference versus just excelling in your grades. Um, they want to see you as a more well-rounded candidate and, you know, meeting and connecting with these people could be the next step to finding the job that you really, really want. Um, so doing that networking, I think it's like the most important thing you can do as a law student, for sure. 
Terrific. This has been wonderful. Good advice. Fun to see you. Fun to speak with you. Yeah, no, I think this is really helpful. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick. It's it's great to um, see you again. Thank you. No problem. Thanks. That was perfect. That was great. Awesome. Really helpful. Cool. I'm very yeah. impressed. So, so that's great. So you're going to go work for your dad's firm? Yeah. So um, he, he kind of, the path that I originally kind of thought I was going to go, I thought I was going to go in-house like right away. Um, yeah. And then but you can't, kinda, can you? I mean, you can't. I mean, you can, but you can't. Um, I don't think you're really going to ever get the training that you would um, kind of working at a law firm. So, but working at a place like Pfizer is what made me realize like you kind of have to start in a firm somewhere. Um, and then with everything that happened last year and interviewing and then all the programs that cut, got, got cut this summer during COVID, you know, I was glad that I ended up working with him because all the people that I knew who got big log jobs, all of them got cut and no one worked last time. Oh, really? Oh, God. So, where's, where's, is your dad's office in Morristown? Where is it? Uh, Parsippany. Right, oh, Parsippany. Right down the street. Yeah. Where did he go to law school? Uh, he went to Syracuse. Okay. Oh, what year did he graduate? 92, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Cause yeah. I know some people, but, but they're a little um, older than they are. Um, cool. All right. Yeah. That's great. This is really real. I mean, this, I mean, it couldn't have been better. I'm actually glad that, that the other one didn't work out. This will be good. Yeah. All right. So I think I'm going to post awesome. this next week okay, and I'll great. send you the link. I have one coming okay. out tomorrow and then next week. Okay, um, cool. okay. Sales going. Okay. Yeah. Going great. I'm, I really enjoy it. You know, I was, you do? when the, I saw the Saturday class, I was a little bummed, but you know, it's good. It goes fast on Saturday morning. I'm like, I, I, I mean, t- I, I just sent the dean. And anyway, I'm like, I'll teach every year on Saturday. Yeah, it frees exactly. up the week. You're, you yeah. know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it you goes know, really the, fast. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Are you gonna? You're not coming in, right? You're gonna stay remote. I think I'm gonna stay. Uh, stay remote. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm so. It's funny. Like I was just talking to my husband, and I'm dreading going back in. And it's so yeah. weird because I hated teaching online, but yeah. just like now, you know, you roll out of bed. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you for this, Nick. It was really no helpful. Problem. Thank you. Take care. Right. Thank you. Talk Bye-bye. To you Bye. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. And that's my discussion with Nick Santamacito about his career trajectory as he went through law school. Hope you enjoyed it. Special shout out to those of you who have given me recommendations with, for professors with whom I should speak. I'm excited. We've got some new professors coming down the pike. Cannot wait to share them with you. Stay healthy and have a good day.